0: You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com.
1: Giving you the latest from the NFL's biggest game. It's the Tim Donnelly Show presented by Dream Lawns. Live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
0: Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> darkness retreat. What a perfect, good pull by uh, Richie Somerville back at the studio. Hello, darkness, my old friend. The thing is, he's just trying to meet darkness. I don't know if they're old friends. He's trying to get acquainted uh, with the the <laughs> the explanation from Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. We'll play it for you here in a second. Um, but but a four day darkness retreat will reportedly help him decide on what he wants from his future in the nfl uh that's the gist of it all but again rogers was on the pat mcafee show earlier this week here's part of what it sounded like
2: well i'm still uh, in the art of contemplation about my future so i'm i'm uh is that real uh, are we really contemplating playing football again still is that like a heavy heavy thought yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah, it's a real thing, hundred percent, and that's why I think it's going to be important to get through this week, and then to take my you know my isolation retreat, and just to be able to contemplate all things my future, and then uh, and then make a decision that I feel like is is best for me moving forward, and in the highest interest of my happiness, and then uh, and then move forward.
0: Now isolation retreat is the word that that stuck out and let's go back to aaron Rodgers on the pat mcafee show for more on his isolation darkness uh that what is a solitude retreat whatever you want to call it
2: yeah is it just you in there and if you're just in there alone do you know how many days you're in there are you taking an ipad a book are we able to reach you what is it's uh, it's four nights of complete uh, darkness and you can leave if you if you've you know, you can't do it. You can just walk out the door. But it's, uh, it's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had, you know, a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months. And it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks.
0: Now, as I said earlier this week when this news first broke, I'm not fully convinced that this is real. But it also, like, if we all have friends, right? That's fair to say, I hope. Fingers crossed for all of you out there. Um, if you're, like, logical, quote-unquote, kind of, you know very well, normal friends, uh, told you, like, I'm going to go dark into a dark place for four days, no contact, no music, no iPads, no books, no, no light, nothing. For four days, you would laugh. You'd go, ha, ha, ha. No, you're not. So it says something about Aaron Rodgers and how out there he's gotten and how open he's been with his thinking over the past few months and years that I'm also not 100% fully convinced this is fake. There's a world where this is real. It might be real. Mike Tannenbaum Uh, was on this just in on ESPN talking about the Packers' perspective and and deadline choice that they have coming up in regards to the future of Aaron Rodgers. And again, we still don't know how Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat thinking will lead him. So this is the Packers' side of things coming from Mike Tannenbaum. From a Green Bay Packer perspective, I'm giving this guy a deadline. I need to know seven days before the league year. Are you in? Are you out? You want to be traded. Because if you're in, we got to account for about $60 million. If
1: you're out... We'll trade you, but this is not going to linger because we have to move our franchise forward. We feel better about Jordan Love, someone we trade up for, for a first-round pick. So take your time. We're going to give you your space. You're an all-time great, but there's a deadline, and we're going to make some decisions.
0: Okay. So let's say the deadline is whenever you come back from your isolation retreat, your darkness retreat. If that is real, right, okay, we have to know, but you're an all-time great. We're going to give you your time. Uh, when do you come back from being in the dark for four straight days? All right, we'll give you a day after that. Then we have to know. I want you to ask yourself honestly right now. And the, and the uh, Dreamlawns text line is open, 757-687-9494. Let us know your answer to this question. Would you trust somebody? To be, uh, everybody calls quarterbacks the CEO of your franchise. Would you trust somebody to be the CEO of your franchise that is leaving their future to be decided in part by hallucinations in the dark? Right? It's like, if, 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 I don't know, you're, say you have a little bit of a, investable income right you've done well for yourself you've saved you have a nice little chunk of change that you're looking to invest and you go to a money manager and you go i need to hear your strategies right before i give you my life savings or part of it that i have entrusted that i will entrust to you well, how do we pick it? how do we pick what we're doing here how do we pick what we're investing in and they go well he every year for four days about the turn of the new year i go into a dark room i shut the door I don't talk to anybody, I don't hear anything, I don't listen to anybody, I don't see anything for four days, and then I come out and I know what to invest in. We would all go, thank you for your time, I appreciate it very much, I don't want to insult you because I don't know what you're capable of, so I'm going to walk out of here and uh, tell all my friends about this. That's exactly... Almost exactly what an NFL team is doing when you give a quarterback $30, $40, 50000000 million a year. If I'm the Raiders, I want to know that he is weighing things from a football and logical standpoint and not depending on hallucinations before I trade for him and then give him a bunch of money. Because, you know what, a sign can be anything. I was uh, <laughs> just recently... Uh, flipping through channels or whatever, uh, here on, uh, right. You get into a hotel and all of a sudden you're flipping through channels again. You're just, all right, this is where we're going to stay. There was a, an entourage episode on, on HBO and I was like, good enough. Boom. Got it. And it was funny because it all applies to this. They were looking for a sign, right? And if you don't, aren't familiar with entourage, there's a movie star. stars name's Vinny chase and, and they were deciding whether he should take a movie or not. They had read a script and they were deciding whether they should take a movie or not, which is basically every season of entourage. And uh, there was a dog barking. And they went, that's a sign. There's a dog in the movie. I should take the movie. And then there's a pause. And then like two seconds later, they're, but that dog sounded angry. I shouldn't take the movie. And it was the same, like nothing, there was not two d- different dogs barking. It was the same bark. And they were like, oh, you can give yourself whatever sign you need, Right. Uh, the uh, Aaron Rodgers could be walking around, someone could get something in their eye, and then you could be going, uh-oh, look at that, one eye open, one eye closed. I should be a Raider. Or you could see someone with something in their eye and go, that person just got poked in the eye. I shouldn't be a Raider. I should stay with the Packers. Like, I want logic in the equation if I am, if I am looking for my next quarterback. I want to – like, my recruiting pitch – when I bring him on a free agency visit, like right now Derek Carr is visiting the, the New Orleans Saints. I want the Saints to be sitting there appealing to his logic. Here's why we think you'll be successful. Here's the way our coaches are going to make you successful. Here's way, why our roster can help you be successful. He, like those types of things. I don't want them saying, well, what did the hallucinations tell you? right what we have to 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 spread to you that's that's moot compared to the hallucination like i don't what did you think in the dark i don't want that i don't want that and i wouldn't want that really for anyone that i'm going to invest in heavily and there's no way to have a quarterback on your roster that you are not invested in heavily so that's what i'm looking for all right Mike in Virginia Beach is on the call-in line, 757-687-9494. He has some thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and the, the darkness retreat. Mike, thanks for calling in. What do you have for us?
1: Hey, Tim. I feel like I'm, I'm hearing about a movie review that I saw back in the 80s with William Hurt when he went in something in the in the dark. <laughs> All yeah, right. I, I think Aaron Rodgers might have been Tua before Tua was. He, he must be under – concussion protocol, but this guy is off his rocker. I mean, whatever, whatever Piota he's doing, it's supposed to be puff, puff, pass, not keep to himself.
0: I appreciate the call, Mike. Again, that number is 757-687-9494. The, the concussion jokes to a former player. I mean, come on. No, I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, I, I think there's a wide, wide, wide array of the audience that is probably going, the darkness retreat has this guy lost his marbles. I don't. I don't think Mike's alone in that at all. Last night, Robbie went to the went to be a man on the street. He he left our media area, went out there and talked to fans, talked to football fans, and anyone else he could run into on the street. We've we've been calling it "Man on the Street," and it's brought to you by Margie and Ray's Seafood. And uh, again, Robbie did it, and it sounded like this
1: from Phoenix. It's time for Man on the Street with Robbie Vogler, brought to you by Margie and Ray Seafood Restaurant on the Tim Donnelly show on Priority Auto Sports Radio
3: 94.1. That's right. Robbie Vogler the Tim Donnelly show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I'm the man on the street and I'm getting people's opinions, thoughts, asking them the important questions. Leading up to the big game, this is Man on the Street, brought to you by Margie and Ray Seafood. Go check them out. And you know what? Let's go check out the streets of Phoenix, see what people are thinking. Talking to David and Sonia. They are natives of Phoenix. First off, how are you guys feeling about the Super Bowl being in town? Eh, it, I think it's okay, and we're excited for it. Okay, so i got to ask you, this is the question of the day you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Of course So I have to ask, who is your favorite player on each of the teams in the Super Bowl? Definitely, it's always the quarterbacks. So it's got to be Mahomes. I like the
2: way he plays. I mean, he uh, he's just a, a guru of throwing the football. He comes up with all kinds of throws, and that's good for football. At least we know we still have old-school football with him. And uh, for the Eagles, the quarterback again, Hurts. I love the way he was playing in Alabama. And, uh I mean, he's just great, and I think the Eagles are coming out on top.
3: Robbie Vogler coming back to you. Man on the street on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Got a family that's from right here in Phoenix. First off, what are you guys thinking? The vibes around the city as the Super Bowl returns back to Phoenix. Welcome back. It's great. We love the energy. Just a lot more traffic, obviously. We don't like it, but hey love people (laughs) so you're a cardinals fan i am am. thoughts about kyler not much man this is man on the street brought to you by margie and ray seafood i've got fernando who is a local resident here in phoenix fernando what are you thinking the outcome's gonna be uh Going to be a close game, but I got Eagles. I think Hurts, a lot of people slept on him, doubted him. One more thing your favorite player on both teams? Eagles, I got to go Hurts, and then Chiefs. That's a toss up between Kelsey and Mahomes, but I guess I got to go Mahomes. You know, he's been
0: special to watch. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Right, no problem. That is Man on the Street brought to you by Margie and Ray's Seafood. We are live here on Radio Row in Phoenix. And uh, as the show continues on, we're going to have former NFL running back Rashad Jennings, not just a former NFL running back Virginia guy, born in Forest Virginia, high school in Lynchburg, starred at Liberty, and now he's going to be speaking to Virginia here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Coming up next, stick around.
1: This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Live from Radio Row inside the Phoenix Convention Center in the heart of Super Bowl country, it's the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dream Lawns on Priority Auto Sports
0: Radio 94.1. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are live in Phoenix on Radio Row and joining us in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair. We came all the way to Phoenix to talk to another Virginia guy. Born in Forest, Virginia, Lynchburg for high school, started at Liberty in college, and uh, made it all the way to the NFL. Longtime NFL running back, host of the Bag Podcast for Sports Illustrated, and a Dancing with the Stars champion. Uh, Rashad, first of all, thank you for, for jumping on with us. And we'll start with, you know, as a, as a bona fide Dancing with the Stars champion, a little tired of the gritty? Is it time for the, the next craze
4: to take over the league? Uh, you know what it's not the gritty's rocking right now it's been going for years though you're never going to see anybody you're never going to see the cha-cha or (laughs) or the foxtrot or the veneer's waltz take over uh the culture of dance so uh we're going to leave the ballroom where the ballroom is i guess (laughs) (laughs) your guy victor cruz had a little bit of the salsa yeah he he had the salsa he definitely Now you might get a little bit of social dancing which is you know salsa but uh, i doubt you get the actual uh so you're you're more trained You, you know you know, like, the details of it all. After. Oh, yeah, we could get into it, man. I still <laughs> dance. So I picked up this art called Zouk that I absolutely fell in love with. Z-O-U-K comes. is borrowed from Lombada, from France, then went to Brazil and kind of, like, made his way to the States. I love it. But dance is a part of my DNA, man. I respect it.
0: So so if you're looking at, at like, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, trying to get a, a run game going for the Chiefs, are you, are you prescribing a little –
4: something to a beat you send him to Zoot. oh yeah send him to Zoot, man 100 <laughs> percent, i'll give him the pass to doble if i would have got picked back up after playing uh excuse me after the dance with the stars i had a celebration for that tail yeah for everybody but you know it is what it is well
0: yeah you got to got to teach it to, to one of these other guys yeah uh let's look at that running game though the, the the eagles running game vaunted everybody knows about that offensive line the the chiefs on the other hand kind of sneaking under the radar what do uh, a young guy like pacheco or a veteran like mckinnon have to do to get that run game going
4: you know, I, I would say they have to uh, ride the double teams. <laughs> 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 I mean, it ain't it ain't it ain't too much to it. But I, Pacheco, he got a different drive in it. Like I like the way he runs. Mm. Uh, he runs with a tenacity that you gonna need. And I tell you what, he's gonna be high geared. He's young. He's gonna be high engined, up oiled up for this game. And um, he gonna run with his heart hard on the hard on the ball. The only thing you got to do is just remember hold on to the ball. It's gonna be mm. possession oriented, man, because both teams are weapons. Uh, both of them got some cheat codes, mm. and you don't want the ball and on any offensive side if you're on the defense. If you're the coach, you want the ball in your hand the whole time. So cannot fumble. Whoever makes the least amount of fumbles, the least amount of mistakes, uh, definitely will win this game. We're talking with Rashad Jennings, longtime
0: NFL running back with the Jags, Raiders, and Giants, host of the bag podcast for Sports Illustrated, dancing with the Stars champion as well, as we discussed. Uh, when you say cheat codes, who are you talking about?
4: The cheat code in Kansas City—they have the cheat code, which is the combination. It's not one; mm-hmm. it's, it's a bowling ball. It's three holes. It's a bowling ball <laughs> pin. Now, it's bowling ball. Seriously, it's—you got the combination. Andy Reid, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey is the cheat code. Now, those—I think those athletes are well worth the dollar. I think they're underpaid. Let's just start there. However, I don't think we see them be who they are today. Have they not had the combination? Mm-hmm. It's the combination of those three that's special, and I hope they don't split up, and I hope they continue to break all kind of records. And then you, you said both teams have cheat codes. Who are the cheat codes for, for,
0: for Philly? Oh,
4: man, listen, you, you got – A whole bunch you, of them, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> start.
0: It, It's like when you have a matchup like that, it, and, and it's what we've kind of come to, to learn over the last couple of days – the, the Chiefs are, I don't want to say top-heavy, but kind of, right? They have Mahomes and Kelsey, and it's like you don't want to pick against those two guys. Then you look at the the Eagles, and it's like, well, they might have the better tackles, the better guards, the better center. They might have the better defense, the better this, the better that. How, how does that matchup happen where one team's all about depth and, and great players throughout the roster, and one has a couple generational dudes?
4: Yeah, so you look at it like this. Uh, you know, the Eagles are the best team pound for pound. Mm-hmm. I mean, without a doubt. Right. And uh, so if you if, if people were to go into a uh, some type of a fight. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm sure better there were boxers way better than Mike Tyson, but he had that knockout punch, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure in weaponry, you can have many different weapons. But if you got a nuke it's a rat. Yep. So that's what we're dealing with. We know who has the better team pound for pound, but we know who has that better weapon. So let's see what happens. If and we're talking with Rashad
0: Jennings here, you've been out of the league for 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 a minute now. But if we put you behind that Eagles offensive line, we're looking at like what one hundred a game.
4: I I get jiggy. <laughs> I, I will get jiggy right now today. I will get jiggy. It might be for a quarter. Hey man, I'll wear out because I, I I'm not conditioned for that. But yeah, you can. I can move the ball.
0: So so as a running back, right? And, and Miles Sanders and Gainwell and and, and those guys uh, are in the position at the moment. Uh, Boston Scott as well. Do you? Kind of, you know, I always think of it as like the little brother, you can talk the trash knowing you have the big brothers to back you up. Yeah. Like, are, are they ready to go off knowing that that offensive line has their back?
4: 100%. And they should, you know, they're a team and they should be confident of amongst each other. <clears throat> Those individuals have all worked really hard to put themselves in this position. Um, Hurts is a big deal, too. Mm. I, I, I've said this and I'm going to say it here. Moving forward, I want people to understand. What, when, what people mean when they say you have to establish a run game and stop the run. Moving forward, you would nev- I don't personally, it's my opinion, <laughs> you will never see anybody win a Super Bowl without a quarterback that can get first downs with their feet. Okay. Hear, what I, hear that loud and clear. You will never see anybody win a Super Bowl that does not have a quarterback that can get first downs with their feet because a quarterback running the football is a part of the quote-unquote run game. What, what, what would it do if Jalen hurts is able and, and the Eagles are able to pull it off
0: for that narrative because right now the running quarterbacks have done everything except win a Super Bowl right it's it's been a running quarterback can't win the big one they can uh, they're great in the regular season it's the same arguments we hear against the, the Lamar Jacksons of the world what would it do if if Jalen crosses that off the list and now we have the quote-unquote running quarterbacks doing everything
4: I mean definitely will either either quarterback Okay. knock it off.
0: <laughs> so you consider like, Mahomes what, a, a running quarterback?
4: Yes. He gets first downs with his feet. We see it all the time. Who else gets first? Last year, who won a Super Bowl? The Rams. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. And, be, and, and, and he can get first downs with his feet. Eh. No, yeah, like no, legitimately, go back and look at the season. He's not known as a quote unquote running quarterback, but that's labeling a yep. guy. What I'm saying is, if you can't, if you have a quarterback that cannot get first downs with his feet, look at all the playoff quarterbacks. You got? Uh, how do you think uh, Daniel Jones and the Giants were in this, in, in even in position, because he can get first downs with his feet? Okay, right. You got to think about this. Who else? Name every single team that's been in the playoffs. We, Everybody we, has somebody that can take off, move, scramble, get five yards, slide, get out of bounds. If you can't do this, the it, game's moved on beyond you. Josh Allen. I mean, we can go down the list.
0: Well, uh, yeah, and then for a while, the, the the Niners actually had a running back playing quarterback, so so that yeah. would that would have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong; you got to be able to throw the ball too. <laughs> now, but, <yeah. laughs> uh speaking of that situation uh looking up a a little bit of your history your seventh round pick 250 overall brock purdy seventh round pick 262 overall how difficult is it to from that draft position kind of establish that you have the goods in an nfl locker room to the coaching staff to the gm the people you need to impress
4: well, you talking about Purdy, right? Purdy, yeah, he, he didn't you, have you, to establish anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got hurt. They had no choice. <laughs> True. Uh, Otherwise, they would have never played him. But but <laughs> <laughs> he would be right now on the bench never heard of.
0: So so did, did did like for a quarterback to go from that draft capital to to where he went to, did he did he need that to happen or or could he have yes. proven them eventually over
4: time? There's nothing he could have done at all. Uh I this I really believe it. there's mm-hmm. nothing that man could have done to go in there and to play this season in front of those two quarterbacks. No, I, and, and I didn't mean, and- I didn't mean that but like but you know now this
0: offseason if they wanted to trade him. Yeah. You're I mean you're getting huge returns, right? Possibly. Be- because of what he showed in in that short amount of time. Right. But because Right, everyone's thinking, "Oh, seventh round pick. He he must be this, that, or the other. No good at this. No good at that. Makes not big sense. enough. Not tall enough. Whatever." Well, uh, even go back to your career. At what point did you feel everybody stopped looking at you as like, "Oh, he's the seventh round pick," and started looking at you like, "Oh, he's got the goods. He's an NFL quality. We can we can depend on him in big situations. Running back."
4: Um, after it didn't. It did. I don't think it ever happened. Really, I think they always looked at me like that. And that was one of the reasons why some people were reluctant. Hmm. Uh, Certain labels, like now I earned that over time because I showed I could play the game and I showed that I actually can protect the quarterback. I was always top five running back for protecting quarterback. Protect the Um, money. Exactly. (laughs) I was reliable. I played special teams. I did everything right. Um, I had an opportunity. I was backing up Darren McFadden, and he got hurt. Boom! I go in. I run for dag near a thousand yards in eight games, and uh, <laughs> it was it was a wrap from there. But hey, still, everybody always sees. You know, that was a seventh round draft pick. Mm.
0: It's interesting, and, and and Purdy. So you think Purdy will still be looked at that way when, if and when he gets another chance?
4: Man, the only yeah, until uh, you you know how long it took Brady to get out of that. <laughs> uh, you know, late round draft pick. I mean, it took him a long time, and they still talk about it. so it's never going to leave you and i don't think the point is to get rid of that label the point Mm -hmm. is to be very productive purdy uh, he showed he had a chance let's say that first to show if he could play in this league or not and he the answer is yes so now what do you do when you got three quarterbacks that actually could be starting quarterbacks on any a different franchise i think that's leverage for you we're talking with rashad jennings joining us here in the pitbull back one more broadcast booth uh
0: before we let you go everybody that sits in our guest chair has the opportunity you Who's going to win?
4: Whoever scores, scores the most points, I think it's probably going to win. And 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 they'll be wearing what color jerseys? <laughs> I believe they're going to be wearing red. Okay, I think they're going to have some red in their jerseys. <laughs> there we um, go to win this one. Rashad, we appreciate your stopping by. Yeah,
0: man, for sure. Once again, that's Rashad Jennings. Check out his the Bag podcast for Sports Illustrated. It's the Tim Donnelly Show live from Radio Row. We'll be back with more coming up in a few minutes. The Tim Donnelly
1: Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Live from Radio Row inside the Phoenix Convention Center in the heart of Super Bowl country, it's the Tim Donnelly Show presented by Dream Lawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
0: Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto, Sports Radio 94.1, live in Phoenix at Radio Row for the Super Bowl. Again, presented by This Week in Phoenix, presented by Dream Lawns, Uh, and as is our text line, 757-687-9494. I'm Tim Donnelly, Robbie Vogler, both here in the Pitbull, Tobacco, and More broadcast booth, and uh, it's time for a health check. Health check all week. We're keeping you updated on all of the The medical injury related things that may or may not affect the upcoming Super Bowl, and our health check is brought to you by Virginia Clinical Research. Um, For the Kansas City Chiefs, everybody was full practice except for Kadarius Toney ankle slash hamstring. Now, normally, Kadarius Toney being kind of a gadget player, a luxury piece for an offense, I'm not sure if him getting in a limited practice would be a big deal. However, We talked about it earlier. The Chiefs wide receivers are extremely unproven on this stage. The only member of the Chiefs uh, wide receiver core that was on the team the last time they were in the Super Bowl, uh, Miko Hardman, and he's actually, to keep with our health check little theme here, he's on injured reserve. So he is definitely not playing on Sunday, which leaves a bulk of it to fall on Juju Smith-Schuster, to fall on Kadarius Toney. Uh, and and Juju, full practice, but he's dealing with a knee injury. Uh, Kadarius Toney, limited practice, ankle and hamstring. Uh, so there's there's a lot to get to there. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the other one of kind of the primary three, he's not on the injury report. But, again, Kadarius Toney getting only the limited work in is a uh, – is a serious one to consider. Uh, looking at the Eagles, for their their side of the Virginia Clinical Research health check, uh, Landon Dickerson got in a full practice. We saw him on Monday at, at uh, opening night. He was moving around pretty good, uh, you know, bouncing, moving, you know, getting the crowd involved. So I, I don't expect anything going on there, although it is an elbow injury, so brace it and see what happens. Uh, Lane Johnson limited practice, that's going to be important. Um, if that offense has all five guys out there being effective on the offensive line, they're very, very difficult to stop. However, on the other side, if one of them goes down, I can tell you that is exactly where Chris Jones will be lined up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, whoever is a backup on that offensive line and is forced into action will be wearing a target, not a jersey. Uh, and Cam Jurgens, speaking of, he's a backup center, limited practice as well. Uh, but but you'd hope you won't see him because that would mean something happened to Jason Kelsey, and he's one of the more fun centers to watch. Uh, but but – uh, Jorgens is also on, on a limited practice, uh, that, and that's all we know. Again, with I've talked about this the other day. With the, the nature of the practices where it's basically a glorified walkthrough at this point in the season, you're not doing much contact, not doing much, uh, much tackling, you can say full practice for guys that aren't 100% healthy. Uh, so with that being said, that is our Virginia Clinical Research health check live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. It is also time for One Big Key, which is brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More and Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. And One Big Key, I'm actually going to go to uh, a discussion we had earlier today with Trey Wingo. And, and he was on the, the leaning low side of Jalen Hurts and, and A.J. Brown's um, prop bets. He was here with Caesar Sportsbook, so we were talking about prop bets. And I, I just can't help but think. They have to get a J Brown going without a J Brown going. The chiefs can sell out to stop the run and and put extra bodies in that that uh, defensive box right inside the box and and if they can do that, that takes away one of the biggest strengths the Eagles have, which is that dominant and impressive offensive line. If you can negate those five guys up front with six or seven guys dedicated to them by the defense without worrying about AJ Brown making the gigantic play to to really make you pay for that decision, that that's massive. So so the one big key is the Eagles being able to get Jalen Hurts going and going back to the health check. That or sorry, being able to get AJ Brown going and going back to the health check. That means Jalen Hurts healthy enough to push the ball downfield accurately. That means Devontae Smith getting open and doing his thing because that will draw defenders away from A.J. Brown. Same with Dallas Goddard. That means the defense won't be able to put everybody within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and that offensive front won't be able to, to dominate a, a lesser uh, or a you know man-for-man style style defense. It is quintessential that your best players play well in the biggest games. It is quintessential that your big play threats continue to be big play threats because that is the thing that's going to keep defensive coordinators uh, a little bit more conservative than you'd like to see them so one big key for the game today on Thursday and we we have one for every day of the week is AJ Brown you have to get AJ Brown going if you are the Eagles because he's too darn good not to and he's been held in check the last couple of games although they haven't needed him they also weren't playing the Chiefs so there you go. That is one big key. Brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More and Newport News Shipbuilding, of course, a division of HII. We are live here in Phoenix. It is uh, Thursday, so we're it's getting closer and closer. I know that's how calendars work. <laughs> it's 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 one of my, those. Uh, it's a pet peeve of mine when like it becomes uh, like pretty soon, right? People will start saying, like, it's almost March. How did it happen? I'm like, well, February took place and then March. <laughs> uh, it frustrates me that calendars confuse people. But I can tell you right now when there's as much energy and, and you're looking forward to a Super Bowl as much as, as everyone is here in Phoenix, it does seem like you're on a, a conveyor belt set to 20. So uh, so it's getting closer and closer. We'll be here uh in a couple of minutes to continue with our coverage live from radio row including your text so get to your texts right now 757-687-9494 we're gonna have trivia and we're gonna get some of your texts. and and does that do anything for you coming up right here on the tim donnelly show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 this
1: is the tim donnelly show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 all day, you've been texting the Tim Donnelly Show at 757-687-9494. Now it's time to read those texts and ask, does that do anything for you? On Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's
3: right. Does that do anything for you? Brought to you by Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. But not only that, but we also have to do big game trivia. hmm You've won, you are 2-1 on the week so far. It is Thursday. And, Tim, I think I got a good one for you. This is Big Game Trivia brought to you by Pitbull, Tobacco, and More, and Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. Tim, the last time the Super Bowl was right here in Arizona. Malcolm Butler came up with one of the biggest plays in Super Bowl history. He I know what you're talking about now. Russell Wilson in the end zone with 26 seconds left. The question Which player was Russell Wilson's intended receiver on the play?
0: Which player? um, All right, there's only a few options here. Um, Curse was on the team. By the way, feel free to text in your answers, 757-687-9494. Curse was on the team. Baldwin was on the team. Um, That might be all the receivers I can name from those squads. I'm sure there was a tight end of some kind. It would be hilarious if he was throwing it to Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> uh, go ahead and get your, your answers in there. Who was Russell Wilson targeting when Malcolm Butler intercepted the pass uh, to give the the Patriots that Super Bowl? 757-687-9494. While they're getting their answers in, and I'm not looking, hands, hands are, are off the keyboard. Uh, Robbie, why don't you give me a text or two to respond?
3: That's right. From the 757, Steve from Chesapeake says – Why are we judging Aaron Rodgers based on his personal choices? If he wants to go into solitude for four days, let him do it. We shouldn't be the ones to judge and and talk about it.
0: Why would we judge someone on their personal choices? What else are you going to judge someone on? (laughs) That's not judging a book by its cover. That's not being unfair and judging them too early. If they make decisions that you go, ooh, then, yeah, you can react to that, right? If you made a decision I disagree with, then I disagree with it. Um it, it's 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 this. It's if you are making decisions in that way then I probably don't want my career riding on the decisions you make. And I think that's fair. So he can go ahead and, and yeah, absolutely. He can go go do all that kind of stuff. He he can try every whatever he wants to try. The the difference is if I'm the Raiders, I would go you're going to try it and you're not going to be my quarterback. And that's that's my decision.
3: From the 804, with all due respect to Rashad Jennings, there's no way that you have to be a running quarterback in order to be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback.
0: Well, he, he was arguing for the future. Um, I, I I do – I mean, obviously, it's a, it's it's not true in the past. Um, but he was saying, like, this is the, the, the fulcrum. I believe this is what he was trying to get at. This is, like, the turning point where from this point forward, if you don't have a quarterback that can pick up a first down – on you know second and ten, then then you're not gonna be able to win. Now, you know, I would argue it's more if especially if Jalen Hurts wins it, it's kind of the the turning point of now running quarterbacks we know can win it. I don't know if that means they're the only ones that are going to, uh, but you know, Rashad's open to, to his his theory. All right, give us the, the trivia question one more time.
3: All right, so back the last time the Super Bowl was right here in Arizona, Malcolm Butler came up with one of the biggest plays in history. When he picked off Russell Wilson in the end zone, 26 seconds left. Which player was Russell Wilson's intended receiver on that play?
0: Honestly, the only receiver that I'm confident was on that team was Doug Baldwin. So I'm going to go Doug Baldwin.
3: It is not. It is Ricardo Lockett. Oh,
0: it was Lockett. Oh, I knew that. I knew that.
3: We had, we had a lot of Baldwin, so you were not alone in that.
0: Oh, see, but there's a little 757 that said Lockett because there's Baldwin, 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 Lockett. That's that's a dangerous game because Ricardo Lockett, that would have been the pull. Tyler Lockett wasn't on the team yet, and he's a much more famous Seattle receiver. Right. Right. So that's a that's a that's like saying uh, there's this stupid trivia thing online. It's called Sporkle, and there's sports trivia yep. things. And the first thing you do is type in like Jones, Williams, right. Uh, <laughs> right? Just Smith. All and and they pop all in like just throwing in Lockett. That would have been that would have been a multiple.
3: Oh, he could have been like, oh yeah, I forgot the E. Yeah, at the end. My bad. Oh, I didn't.
0: Know. Does Ricardo Lockett have an E? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Laquette, so, yeah. So that's that's Tyler. That one doesn't count. Seven five seven. So no one got it. Two and two going into Friday. We'll try to break break the tie tomorrow. In the meantime, I look to my right, and there's the Draft Kings booth here on Radio Row with their countdown: three days, thirty four minutes. And 40 seconds remaining here until the Super Bowl. We are down to the the nitty-gritty. When we come back tomorrow, it'll be our last show from Radio Row. It'll start at 3. But in the meantime, coming up in the the next half hour, we will have uh, some replays of our interviews from earlier today, and that'll go right into ODU men's basketball coverage here on the flagship for ODU men's basketball. I think we have to give uh, the top shot today to Ricardo Lockett uh, because we completely forgot that he was on the Seattle Seahawks team that made it to the the Super Bowl, although they did lose. So actually, no, forget that. Malcolm <laughs> Butler. Now, we don't we don't give Top Shot to losers. Malcolm Butler is today's Top Shot. If you want to be a Top Shot, check out Freedom Shooting Center, the premier shooting range and gun store in Hampton Roads. Uh, and and as always, thank you for presenting the show to Larry King Law. Tremendously appreciative of their support. If you're ever injured in an accident, give them a call seven five seven I N J U R E D. That's seven five seven. I-N-J-U-R-E-D. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Enjoy the interviews and enjoy the game coming up right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.